Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome those that are joining us by way of live streaming. I will ask now if you will stand. The other day I had someone to make a statement. He said, Stan, y'all get pretty excited over there. I said, yes, we do. And there's a reason we get very excited over there at Cade. What I said to him was, you know, when we think about all of the great things that the Lord God has done for us, and then I went a little further, and I looked over in the psalm. Psalm 100 says, shout for joy to the Lord. All the earth, it said, worship the Lord with gladness. It said, come before him with joyful song. It said, know that the Lord is God, that it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. To me, that means we need to give him praise. I need about five people in here that if you know what the Lord has done for you, you don't mind giving him some praise. He's been mighty good. Yes, this is Black History Month. This is Super Bowl Sunday, but we serve a super God. And every day he is super. So we're going to give him praise. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Father, we thank you on this Super Bowl Sunday. For we already know that we got the victory. That regardless to what happens down here on earth, that in the end we all will win. For that, Lord, we thank you now. We ask that you will bless every church door that is open in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. For those that are going through trials and tribulation, Lord, we ask that you will have mercy, if you please. But Lord God, bless what we do. Bless us to do this in the manner that you would have it to be done, in spirit as well as in truth. Bless now the songs, the scripture, and above all the word that will be preached by our pastor. Bless us to have ears that will receive so that when we leave this place, we will be better than we were before we came through those doors. And Lord God, we will forever give you all of the praise, all of the glory that you are worthy of getting from each and every one of us. Lord, we ask that you will accept this prayer in the precious and in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, and our God. Amen. Amen. The choir is coming.
said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound firmly. Excuse me, y'all. I'm, re I'm reading the wrong one. I should be at 121, 1 through 8. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you that you hold the victory over sin and death in this world. We thank you for your redemptive work you've done in all of our lives. We thank you for freedom and the hope you bring. Your word says to stand our ground, and that's what we'll do in the power of your name. The enemy has no control over us, and we bring your word of truth as weapon against his schemes. We know that we do not fight alone, for you are constantly at work on our behalf and of your children, shielding, protecting, strengthening, exposing deeds of darkness, bringing to light what needs to be known, covering us from the cruel attacks we face even when we're unaware. We ask that you would give us wisdom and discernment to recognize the schemes of the enemy in our, Lord, in our lives and stand strong against his work. We ask that you remind us to pray, pray constantly for all believers. We ask that you would help us to stay alert in a dark world that tries hard to make things look not so bad. We ask that you would equip us to be salt and light, that we would be loving and gracious, not unyielding to sin. We ask that you help us to remember to put on your armor daily, for you give us all that we need to stand firm in this day. We thank you that though you remind us in your word that the whole world lies under the power of the evil one, you are still far greater, and we have overcome because you have set us free. We thank you for your truth. No weapon formed that is formed against you will prosper. And that you tell us this is our heritage in you, our inherited blessings, place of possession, and gifts straight from your hand. We love you, Lord. We need you. We 
we stand together in your great and powerful name. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, K Chapel. This is Black History Month, and I did not recognize it last Sunday, but there were some beautiful outfits. I just think it's fitting. I see some this morning. I, those of you that thought enough, you know, it's not that everybody didn't, but you, I, you see I wrote my crown this morning. Would you stand with your beautiful outfits on and, and let us recognize those that did uh, dress for the occasion this morning. I see a couple right here that's gorgeous. Yeah, I, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, next Sunday, you have a chance again to display that wonderful uh, outfit that you brought back from Africa or somebody sent it to you from the motherland. And we want to not only just do that kind of black history, we want to actually study and talk to our children about what this month has come to signify because of uh, Brother Woodson's decision that we would talk about our history. Amen? Now, the announcements for this morning, one that I would just love to share with you is that the Harrington family, uh, Reverend Leroy and Mother Linda Harrington, celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary this past week. Amen. So uh, those of you that have her, their numbers or their, uh, they out on Facebook too, uh, Sister Linda is, so y'all send them a note congratulating them. And we talked about last week that Brother Ira Roberts and that wonderful celebration was yesterday and pastor I understood brought that stack of cards I wasn't there when he got there but it was a stack of cards this high from K Chapel for his 103rd birthday we are in the middle of the 28 days of prayer and fasting okay that was weak <laughs> Y'all weak? All right. All right, we're here. Okay, download, your guide. download the guide this week, and we're using this week the app um, the, for uh, Right Now Media. If you do not have Right Now Media, go to the website, and you can get a free subscription so that you can keep up with this third week of prayer and fasting. Amen. Uh, now, the Girl Scout leaders, I want you to wave both hands. Both hands. The orders are still being taken for Girl Scout cookies. Amen. Next week is the last week that you can make a donation to the to the circle of meekness outreach uh, by taking the um, feminine personal care items to the small fellowship hall. So you have all this week to do that. So please, please uh, do that. I, now we have a special ministry emphasis by Maria Divinity, uh, Sister Divinity. All right, she's making her way to the platform. We'll 
give us emphasis on the Walton Book Drive. Good morning, K Chapel. Acts 20th chapter, verse 35 tells us, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Each year for the past 12 years, except year 2020 and 2021, here at K Chapel in the month of February, we kick off our Walton Elementary Book Drive. That is why I stand before you today. The purpose of this book drive is to provide students at Walton Elementary with two required reading books from the Jackson Public School reading list. So this year, we are asking each member to sponsor a student. By sponsoring a student, we ask that you donate $20. That will buy two books for each student at Walton Elementary. And your donations can be made in the month of February and March. So there's plenty of time for you to get in your $20 donation. You can make your donations by using the K Chapel app and by using our offering envelope, you can mark down in the section where it says other, you can mark Walton Books and place the amount that you're donating. Please know that children are our future and we must invest in it. Thank you. Good morning, K. Chapel. This is another day that the Lord has made, so let us continue to rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> Brother Stanley said, people talk about how excited we get up here at the King Chapel. Well, one of the reasons why we get so excited is because right now it's passing off in time. <laughs> this is the time where we all get the opportunity to bless the Lord through our giving. We understand that fully worshiping God includes our offerings, which are given primarily for three reasons. The first reason why we give, it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. And the second reason is because it gives us a sign of thanksgiving to God for providing provision for all our needs. And the third reason why we give is simply because we just want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, through our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through K Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can use the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can come by and drop it off by the office. Or you can use the K Chapel app. Now, for those of you that have joined us by way of live stream, you too also can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your screen. So, how much you give, and whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudging or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. God bless you. 
Lord, we like to thank those that gave. We like to thank those that had a willing to give and did not have it. Lord, guide us to use these offerings. In your darling Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Right. Joy is coming real soon. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16, it reminds us that we should rejoice always 
pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And praying for others is not only a blessing for us to do, but it's also a vital part of living the Christian life. One way we can strengthen our relationship with the Lord is by praying and visiting one another. Let us continue in prayer for the Roberts family. The funeral service for Mrs. Anitra Roberts, who was 101 years old, who is the sister of Brother Ira Roberts, who is now 103 years old. That service was held on yesterday. Correction, it was held on the 4th of February in Rose Hill, Mississippi. And then in the hospital and nursing homes, we still have Sister Deborah Ledbetter, Representative Alice Clark, Brother Kelvin Roselle, Sister Cynthia Buchanan, Brother Walter Cheatham, Sister Christy Wright Jones, Sister Gloria Greer, Sister Jackie Simmons, Deaconess Minnie Ellis, and Brother Benny Larry. Recovering at home, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Sr., Sister Frankie Johnson, Sister Marilyn Langford, Brother Charles Hodge, Sister Polly Johnson Williamson, Sister Demetria Davenport, Sister Anitra Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, and Brother Sammy Henderson. Also asking for the continued prayers of the church is Brother Dwight Riley and Sister Minnie Williams of San Diego, California. We will continue to remind you to pray when you can, go where you can, and every day of your life, just thank God that you can. The Baptist Church has two ordinances. One is that of the Lord's Supper. The other is of baptism. Today we will recognize the ordinance of baptism. Deacon Bridgman is coming at this time so he can give us the meaning of baptism. Also Romans 6, 3 through 11. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Know ye not that so many of us who were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him 
by the baptism unto death. And like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead in Christ, we believe that we also shall live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For that he died, he died unto sin once, but that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive through God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Oh, take me to the
got another one? <laughs> Come on, church. Take me to the Somebody bless the name of the Lord. Come on, God is doing great things among us. Somebody ought to celebrate. Celebrate baptism, amen. Celebrate salvation, amen. Celebrate someone giving their lives to the Lord and a new creature in Christ being born. Hallelujah. Glory to his name, amen. Amen, amen. God is great and greatly to be praised, amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. That's that's awesome to see. God is doing great things among us. Thank God for those who have put them on by baptism. I know on, on next Sunday we have, um, I think, about 19 or 20 new members that we got to give the right hand of fellowship to. Amen. Amen. God is blessing us here. Amen. We thank God for that. Thank God for that. Not only is he adding to the number, but he's doing marvelous things among the number. Amen. For the people who are already here, he's doing some awesome things. I want to celebrate two individuals who recently uh, had some awesome things happen in their lives. People are recognizing them, and, and my daddy said a long time ago, it's a mighty poor frog that won't praise his own pawn. Amen. Amen. And so I want to recognize this morning, first of all, uh, Ricky Thickpen. Amen. I want to recognize Ricky Thickpin. Amen. Stand up. Stand up. I know they know you, but they don't know what just happened to you. Amen. Amen. Brother Thickpin was just recognized uh, by the Mississippi Business Journal as one of the, the best CEOs in the state of Mississippi. Amen. Amen. So we want to recognize that. Amen. 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 If other folk can give him give him praise. Amen. We ought to be able to too. Amen. 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 One of the best CEOs in the state of Mississippi. Amen. And then Ricky, uh, one, one of our others, others among us got an award here recently that you have, and I'm going to ask you to come and help present that for us. And she don't even know we're going to do it. Amen. Yeah, I see who that is. All right. Good morning, K. Chapel. Thank you for your continued prayers and support because none of this would be possible without God and without family that's behind you. So thank you very much. Amen. On Friday evening, the Mississippi uh, uh, tourism industry, and specifically Billy Jackson, um, recognized those among us who, who bring conferences and meetings and special events to Jackson to impact our economy positively. And... Um, Planning a meeting or convention and special event is pretty significant. 
and sometimes people do it um, um, and get paid for it. But a lot of times, especially on the, um, the religious market segment, these are 100% volunteers. And um, there was one among us uh, who was named a 2023 hometown hero because she worked to execute meetings and conventions in an excellent manner for Jackson, bringing um, almost, I think, $300,000 of economic impact to the city of Jackson. Amen. And that is no other than yeah. Sister Dr. Shannon Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's up there. I, is she going? All oh, right, here she is. trying to figure out how to get her picture up there without her putting it up. Amen. She does so much in the church, and so we thank God for her. Does so much in the church, but also in our state convention. She serves as my chief of staff of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention, and a wonderful job she does. Amen. Can we celebrate our two, Ricky Thickby and Shannon Moore? God bless you. some more good singing there? Amen. I'm going to get out the way. Y'all bless my heart. Amen. Amen. Don't they sound good? Amen. Y'all, if y'all, if y'all put your hands together, I believe they got one more song in them. Amen. God bless you.
need you to help me. Help me lift this song up. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmony of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound. song. God, true to 
I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God is our help. God is our help. The history of black people in America, and in particular the history of black people living in the American South, is one that must acknowledge that God has been our help. When you consider all that has been done to us, all that has been kept from us, all that has been said about us. When you consider all that has been systematically created to keep us down and keep us out and keep us from advancing as a people, when you consider all that has been put upon us to have to endure and to live through and to somehow be able to face all of that and not give up on the idea of freedom, not give up on this experiment called democracy, and to somehow believe deep within our hearts that through it all, we would overcome. I tell you, God has been our help. For if the Lord had not been helping us, we would have given up on America a long time ago. If the Lord had not been our help, we would have given up on certain people a long time ago if the Lord had not been our help. And while we lift up and remember and celebrate this month black history, I know that Florida is leading the charge to erase it. But don't fool yourself, Mississippi ain't far behind. It was two years ago we celebrated the retiring of the old Mississippi flag. 
emblazoned with its Confederate pageantry. But there's a saying in certain communities that the old South will rise again. Now, after two years of a new flag flying over Mississippi, the old South, with its old ways, and even its old flag, seems to be flying again. Yes, the flag has changed, but the feelings of the old South are still the same. The symbol has changed, but the sentiment is still intact. The colors and the design have changed, but the character and the agenda are still stained with the dye of racism and stitched with the needlework of white supremacy. For who in 2023 would write and pass legislation to draw lines around Northeast Jackson's white population? In effect, making it a city within a city. The old South will rise again. Who in 2023 would write and pass legislation to strip voters of their right to elect their own judges in their own jurisdiction except that the old South? would rise again. Who in 2023 would write and pass legislation to strip away a sovereign municipality's most valuable asset, its water system, after that municipality had secured the federal dollars to work on the repair system except that the Old South? You see the past injustices, the past inequities, Past philosophies that fueled racial division is very much a present-day reality. And on this Super Bowl Sunday, when Cheryl Lee Rath takes the field to lead the singing of the Negro National Anthem this afternoon, I know that some have already raised the question and will continue to ask, why do we keep singing this song? There's only one America. Why? Are we separating ourselves and we sing our song and they sing their song? And my response is simple. Until there's no need to sing this song. We'll keep singing this song. We sing our song because every day we are reminded that we have to. We sing this song because every day we see examples of inequity and are faced with instances of injustice. Every day we have to put on our war clothes and defend rights that we've already worn. Every day we have to put on our war clothes and fight for a just society and fight for rights that have already been gained. And until the dark days of the past are in the distant past, we'll keep singing this song. Until the way that has been, uh, until the way that with tears has been watered becomes dry ground upon which others can cross without fear of being stuck in the muck and mire of misguided politicians, we'll keep singing this song. Until the blood of the slaughtered has no reason to continue to cry for justice and cry for retribution and cry for restoration, we'll keep singing this song. Let me just say to those 
who asked us about singing this song. You ought to be glad we can sing. A lot of folk would have stopped singing a long time ago. Sing a song that's full of faith. Sing a song that's full of hope. Sing a song that's full of assurance and confidence that the God who has been with us has brought us too far to leave us now for he is our help. He is our help. We still love this country. We still love this state. But until this state does right by us, we'll sing this song. He is our, our help. That's what this psalmist celebrates. This psalm, Psalm 121, is a symphony of worship about the believer's trust and reliance upon God to strengthen and secure him for this journey called life. Be sure that on this journey called life, along the way there are going to be some rough spots some low points. Yes, there are going to be some desperate stretches of wilderness walking, a tedious journey, as the songwriter of old said. And let me just say that along the way, there are going to be wrongs on both sides. We don't always get it right. And others don't always get it right. The last I heard, two wrongs don't make a right. I know, I know within our own communities we can point at our own leaders and say, you made some wrong decisions. We can look at our own folk in the eye and say, you shouldn't have acted like this in public. You make a spectacle of us before the nation when you do the things you do. We have enough blame upon ourselves to go among ourselves and say we should have done things differently. We should have acted differently. We should have done things in a different manner. But two wrongs don't make a right. Wish I had a witness here. In this tedious journey, there are going to be some wrongs along the way. There are going to be some days when we feel like our strength is gone. Situations become so serious and conditions become so complex that they take your strength and your resolve and even sometimes your hope. But before you lose your hope, I thought I needed to remind you this morning that we are not going through this alone. But we've got some help. It may be a dark situation now, but we've got some help. You may be dealing with your own personal issue, but you've got some help. Don't give up. You've got help. Help to make it over. Help to make it out. Help to make it through. You've got help. Help to get 
through it, help to overcome it, help to endure it. You've got help, help to conquer it, help to defeat it, and help to beat it. You've got help, help to withstand it, help to tolerate it, help to survive it. You've got help, help to outlast it, help to outlive it, and even some help to outrun it. You've got help, so don't give up, don't give out, or don't give in because you've got some help. He is our help. That's what this psalm is about. The one who is our help. By way of context, let me remind you that Psalm 121 begins or belongs rather to that classification of psalms known as the songs of degrees or the songs of ascent. These are songs that Jewish worshipers would sing as they made their way to Jerusalem to participate in one of the three great annual feasts, Passover, Pentecost, uh, Pentecost or the Tabernacles. And, and along their way, on their journey to worship, they sang songs of worship. Let me say that again. On their way to worship, they sang songs of worship. One more time, and one more time, and you missed it. On their way to worship, they sang songs of worship. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. If you're going to have a worship experience, you don't need to wait until you get here to start worshiping. Wish I had a witness in this house. You, you can't wait until Sunday morning to start worshiping. That's why some of us come to church and don't leave with anything because you put too much expectation on this one and a half hour service to make it all happen for you. But shame on you. The musicians and the choir and the preacher can't get you in the presence of God in an hour and a half. You need to do some pre-work on your own. You need to do some pre-worship by yourself. You need to meet with the Lord on Monday. You need to talk with the Lord on Tuesday. You need to worship the Lord on Wednesday. You need to thank the Lord on Thursday. You need to tell God, I glorify you on Friday. You need to sanctify yourself on Saturday so that when Sunday comes, we don't have to push and pull so hard, but when Sunday comes, you come in this house with a praise and a worship on your lips. On their way to worship, they sang songs of worship. They, they worshiped on, on their way, on their way, on their way. While they were walking, they were worshiping. They, they walked roads, my brothers and sisters. They, they walked roads. They, they walked they walk, they walk dangerous roads. They walked roads that were bordered by mountains and hills. And while mountains and hills, Deacon Sims, are pretty to look at, they also serve as hideouts for hoodlums. Mountains and hills are nice scenery, but, but they also serve as a place where crooks, and those who mean you harm can hide behind. Wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, were, they were traveling these roads, these worshipers on their way to worship. And so they were easy targets for crooks and criminals. The, this was a tedious 
journey. They, 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 they had crooks on one side and hoodlums on the other side. It wasn't, wasn't a paved road. It didn't have McDonald's every 25 miles where they could pull off and rest a while. They, they, they didn't have Google Maps redirecting them when they got lost. They didn't have Siri making any suggestions for where they ought to stop. They didn't have anything on their own star, on their camel, saying that you ought to do this. or you None of these advances in technology. And yet without any of that, they still had some help. Look, look at it. They said, I will look to the hills. From whence cometh my help. Now watch it, watch it, y'all, because this ought to bless you right here. Because the same hills that the hoodlums hid behind are the same hills that they said, I'm looking to. They said, they said those hills that are serving as hangouts and hiding spots, they said, I'm going to look to them because behind the hills are coming my help. You missed your shout right there. I, I, what are you saying, preacher? I'm saying what the enemy means for evil. God can use that same thing. I wish I had a Bible reader in this house. What the enemy uses for evil, God says, just look to me and I'll flip it and use it for your good. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. They say, yeah, you using it to hurt me. But I'm going to look to the hills because God using that same hill to help me. Do I have a witness here? That, that's why, that's why, y'all, that's why, y'all. Let me, let me go ahead and tell you, I'm not worried about this stuff. Can I let you know I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I get sleep, good sleep at night because I know that what they mean for evil. My God has a track record of flipping it and using it for our good. Wish I had a witness in here. But what they mean for evil, God will use it for our help. And though some may sit in positions of political power, influence, and, and authority, God is our help. The hymnologist said, our God, oh God, our help in ages past. Our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. He said, under the shadow of your throne, your saints have dwelt secure. Sufficient is your it, it, sufficient are you all alone, and our defense is sure. But I love this third verse. He said, Before the hills in order stood, or earth received its frame from everlasting, you are God to endless years the same. In other words, the robbers may hide behind the hills, but my faith is in the God who made the hills. Uh, you existed, God, before the hills were made. You created the hills. You formed the hills. And so I will look not just to the hills, but beyond the hills to the hill maker. I will look not just to the mountains, but beyond the mountains who is the mountain maker. I'm not going to get caught up in the creation, but I'm going to concentrate on the creator from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. 
It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I don't know where everybody's hiding. Can't tell you where everybody's stalking and conceiving their tricks. But I will look unto the hills. For my help comes from a higher power. I know they sit on seats of authority, but my help comes from the God who sits on an eternal throne. He cannot be voted in. He cannot be voted out. My God will outlast any president, outlast any governor, outlast any senator, outlast any representative. I will look unto the hills. For I heard the old preacher say, he sits high and he looks low. Do I have a witness here? I don't, I'm not going that far right now. But I do feel my help. Uh, God is our help. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, take my exit in three miles. I got one point for each mile. Here, here, here's my first one. God is our constant help. Listen to it. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. This verse reminds us that God, watch this y'all, is our constant help. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. God's eye is always open. While you blinking, His eye is always open, which means he doesn't miss anything. He has an all-seeing eye. And stuff that folk try to cover, his eye is constantly watching. That, that, that helps me, Pat. Because it reminds me of the song, All Night, All Day. Angels keep watching over, over me. He's constantly watching. And if God is constantly watching, you don't need to be worried and losing sleep and losing your mind. God is watching us. My another story I heard about a woman took a cruise with her daughter. One year, this old woman was enjoying looking out across the expanse of the ocean. Far in the distance, she could see the dark clouds beginning to gather. She could feel the wind coming up and the waves started to increase by the evening. In fact, they were in the middle of a storm. So bad was the forecast that the captain came over the PA system. And asked all of the passengers to go to their cabins, bunk in for the night. 
because they were going to have to go through the middle of this storm. Captain said it's going to get rough, but y'all just hang on. We're going to get through the storm. Grandmother put her dust on, put her house shoes on. You know the ones that's, that just slide in. The back of them already bent in. You know the ones I'm talking about. She put them on and she said her prayers. She get it, got in bed and went on to sleep. Her daughter, however, was up all night. That big ship started pitching and, and rolling. And every time it rolled, that daughter was holding on, saying, Lord, help us. And it got bad. And all through the night, the winds and the waves tossed that ship. Finally, morning broke. Mama got up. She stretched. She looked at her daughter. Her daughter, hair was all over her head. Her eyes were red. She didn't get no rest. Daughter said to her, Mama, Mama, how could you have gone to sleep through all of that? How could you have rested through all of that? Didn't you feel all of those waves and rocking the boat back and forth? She said, yeah, I felt it. She said, but I went on to sleep because my Bible says that he never sleeps and he never slumbers. She said, and I figured if he wasn't going to get no sleep, then I should. If he was going to stay up, I might as well go to sleep. All night, all day, he keeps watching over over me. Do I have a witness here? Yeah, yeah, he's a constant, constant helper. But not only is he a constant helper, but he's, he, I told you I got three miles. It's my second mile. He's a covering help. God is a covering help. Verse 5, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. What does the psalmist say? And the psalmist says, listen, the Lord covers us and protects us from our enemies. The Lord is thy keeper. Look at what he says. He says, the shade upon the right hand. Now, what that means is, it's referring to ancient times. In ancient times, uh, there were two uh, primary uh, tools of of war when going into battle a shield and a sword typically the shield uh, yet was in the left hand and the sword is in the right hand uh, which means that uh, your left side is protected but your right side is vulnerable and if the enemy is going to attack you he's coming on the right the psalmist said, the Lord shall be your shade on your right side. Y'all missed it, y'all missed it. He said, on your right side, where you, you, can, you can handle the left. You know where they coming on the left side, but when you can't handle the folk coming at your right, the, the ones that snuck up on you and you didn't see them, the ones where you were vulnerable, he said, don't worry, God will be your shade on your right side. I wish I had a witness in this house. 
He said, God will cover your vulnerabilities. God will cover your, where you're exposed. God will keep you where you're at your weakest part. He'll protect you from your enemy. He protects us not only from your enemy, but he protects you from the elements. He said, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Simon said, the sun, while you're fighting, you ain't going to have to worry about getting a sunstroke. The sun shall not smite thee by day. He said, and neither shall the moon by night. Now somebody's saying, Reverend, I know about a sunstroke, but I ain't never heard of a moonstroke. Let me help you. See, a sunstroke, you understand, it, it, it messes with your head because of the heat that's bearing down on you but in ancient times the moon was thought to be that same thing that would mess not with your strength but with your mind we call it a lunar eclipse but 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 lunar is the same word that we get lunatic from And so what the psalmist is saying is not only will he protect your strength, but he'll protect your mind. He'll, he'll keep your mind strong. Stuff that should have driven you crazy, God will keep your keep you from losing your mind, keep you from losing your emotional. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night yeah he is a covering help I'm hit the third mile now finally he is a conserving help verse says the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil he shall preserve thy soul the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even ah, forevermore. Any of y'all ever grew up in the country? Any of y'all ever been in the country? Any of y'all know anything about preserves? Ah, Bill, 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 Bill. Grandmama made preserves. She took pears and made pears. Uh, I know you're fasting, but stay in here with me. I won't make you too hungry. She made pear preserve. And she took those pears, put some sugar in it. Ball them for a little while. I don't know the recipe. Some of y'all know what she did, but but when she finished, she put them pads in that solution in an old jar, mason jar. Sealed it real tight. Flipped it over it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Let it seal real good and then took it out, put it on the pantry. And said, now, don't y'all mess with that. Y'all leave it alone. I'm making pear. Now, the thing about it is, Carol, Grandmama didn't use the pears that we were about to eat. 
she used the pairs that were just about to be bad. They, they were real, real ripe. Y'all come in and talk to me here. And what grandmama did is before they spoiled, she preserved them. I wish y'all would come on and go with me here. But before they got bad, she preserved them. Here's what the psalmist said. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. Before evil comes in and messes you up, the Lord will preserve you. He will keep you from the enemy. When the enemy comes in like a flood, he will lift up a standard against them and preserve you. I wish y'all, he'll preserve you. Keep you, watch this, from spoiling. And I know there's some folk out there that'll make you and will spoil you. I don't mean in a good way. I mean in a bad way. They'll say things that'll cause sin to spoil you and cause you to start saying stuff that you wouldn't normally say and act in ways you wouldn't normally act and do stuff you wouldn't normally do. But the Lord will preserve you. Do I have a witness here? I'm done. But my soul is happy. Because not only does he preserve you from your enemies, but he preserves you from all evil. Do I have a witness here? He preserves us from all evil. Isaiah said it best when he said, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. He did not say that the weapon would not be formed. He did not say that the weapon would not be pulled. He did not say that the weapon would not be threatening. What he said was, it would not prosper. Why won't it prosper? Because the Lord will preserve you. It will not prosper because the Lord will keep you. It will not prosper because the Lord will cover you. It will not prosper because the Lord shall have his shadow around you. Do I have a witness here? It will, it will not prosper. <laughs> Because the Lord is your helper. You missed your shout. I said it will not prosper because the Lord is your help. You missed your shout. It will not prosper because the Lord is your help. I believe the balcony got some shadows up there. It will not prosper because the Lord is your help. Do I have a witness here? Is there anybody in here 
who can testify today that with everything you've been through that God has been helping you God has been holding you God has been keeping you say it say it don't fool me now there ought to be some testifiers in here who can witness to the goodness of God who can testify if it had not been for the Lord who's been holding me if it had not been for God who was protecting me if it had not been for the Lord who was fighting for me tell me where where would I be say it he is my help he is my help I don't worry about my haters because I got a helper I, I don't worry about folk who talk about me because I got somebody who's talking to me do I have a witness here I don't worry about folk who plotting against me because I got one who's providentially assigning me good God Almighty he is our help our help comes from the Lord
say, Father, I stretch. Father, I stretch. be here this morning and you need some help maybe you need some help from this church maybe you need some help from brothers and sisters in Christ I want to encourage you this morning to do something perhaps that you might be embarrassed to do but I believe that if you take one step God will take two I want to invite you and encourage you this morning to ask God for the help that you need. Now listen, there are ministers here right now. If you're in need of help, it starts by asking God, Lord, be my help, be my strength, be my shield, be what I need you to be. If you're here this morning and you need prayer, I want you to meet us up here at the altar. Meet us here right now. Meet us here right now. If you need help, you come right here right now. We're going to pray with you. We're going to pray for you. Whoever you are, whoever you are, come right now. Don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. This is between you and the Lord. You and the Lord know what you need. You know what you need. You, know, you need help. You need help. And God is here for you. He's ready to give it to you. We're going to pray with you. Well, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Get with one of these ministers. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody else needs help. You need help of the Lord, the help of God who's with you. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Come on, come on. Encourage that brother. Encourage that sister who just had the faith and the courage to come up here and say, Lord, I need some help. I need help. I need help on the job. I need help in my family. I need help at home. I need help. I need help in my career choices. I need help in my relationship. I need help with my parenting. I need help with my marriage. I need help in my finances. I need help at school. I need help. Come now, come now, come now. You say ain't no pastors up here. We, I'm still here. I'm going to pray with you. Wherever you are, you come on. You come on. You need help. We're going to pray today. We're going to pray today. You, we're going to pray today. All of my needs that I possess. That I possess all of my help, my help, my help comes from the Lord. All of my help comes from the Lord. All of my help comes from the
listen, if you're watching and you need prayer, you don't have to leave that. You don't have to leave where you are. There's a QR code on your screen. There's probably some other way of, te of texting to us. I know we've mixed it up and gotten some new technology up there now. So I know there's a QR code. There may be a number. There may be something else. Whatever's on your screen right now, you use that to get in touch with us. Somebody's going to be waiting to talk with you, to speak with you, to pray with you, but to also lead you into faith through Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Here's the good news, y'all. Y'all don't ever have to wait. Let me tell you how good God is. What the devil means for evil, God uses for good. Um, we're so used to opening the doors of the church at the end of the sermon that some of us thought that the doors were closed every other moment. We kind of knew intellectually that it was always open, but culturally and in our minds, we, we always figured that we could only join the church at the end of the sermon. But what this pandemic did, I told you what the, the, what the enemy means for evil, God will use it for good. The doors of the church are open 24 seven. By way of technology, if you want to join the church tonight at midnight, the doors of the church are open. Good God Almighty. The doors of the church are open. So whatever you see on the screen, you can use that anytime during the week, anytime, day or night. Hallelujah. When you're ready to give your life to Christ, hallelujah. The doors of the church are always open. Amen. Next Sunday, y'all, we're going to do something we've never done here. We're going to do something we've never done here. Next Sunday, we are extending the right hand of fellowship to members who don't live in Mississippi. Y'all don't hear me. What the enemy means for evil, God will use it for good. Good God Almighty. That's the kind of God we serve. Amen. Amen. The doors of the church are open. Won't you stand now for the benediction? And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.